Welcome back. Wow, it's been some time. Shall we check off the countries that we've been visiting in the times that we've done the podcast? Okay. Go. I've been to Malta. I've been to... Oh. Yeah, that's... I'm sorry. It, it, it was pretty limited. Oh, right. I mean, I know we said we were going to do some globetrotting while I mean, we're off, but in the end, like, some stuff happened, got a bit busy, oh. managed to get to Malta, kind of then, like, just had to come back. Um, How about you? Oh, well, I mean, I thought it was a competition, so I'm, I've done loads. Ooh. So I did, um, I did Denmark, I did um, Iceland, I did uh, Turkmenistan, did Afghanistan. Luxembourg, San Marino, Macedonia, actual Macedonia, time travel. Um, and then Dorset for a weekend. Lovely. I'm really sorry. Probably should have told you. Yeah. I'd given up. So, yeah, I've had a busy couple of weeks. <laughs> so it would seem. Yeah. But, Are you in sets of countries you've been to? But I've also managed to see some films because I've been traveling a lot. I've, I, whenever I jump on a plane, I try and catch up for all the films that I came out in the cinema and I just went, yeah, nah, <laughs> and I watched them instead. So um, despite absolutely binging the second season of Foundation, which we will have to just talk about off thing, because this, okay. this isn't a all TV right. podcast, I will cover a couple of films. But we, uh, right, oh, sorry, oh, right, what did you think? Hi, I'm Mr. Birch. I'd almost forgotten about how to do this bit. And yes, I'm Mr. Smith. And this is the Fantasy Film League podcast. Uh, as I have genuinely been travelling, I have brought you a selection of biscuits. Now... That was a reveal. I like the little... The thing. I know. Thing yeah, with the smoke. Oh. Now, so, these are just chocolate hobnobs. Which uh, you can get strong, in... Strong. Strong open. A strong open. Yeah, which yeah, you can yeah. get in any shop. Yeah. But the other two are specialist biscuits from... The land of my people, oh, which you can't get here. These look this is a, this is a toffee pop, which I think it's a thing. Small and this, but powerful. This is a chocolate Mikado. That looks um, uh, yeah. um, majestic. I think I think we should start with the hobnobs and I think we should move up. We can work work our way. Cool. Yep, 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 yep. Right. Um, right. We've got a fair bit to go through. So, oh, so, much. so the only thing I've managed to fail on in the last couple of weeks, because mm -hmm. I've really I've genuinely I've genuinely been travelling for like weeks and weeks. Is I've managed to get and see to see Oppenheimer, uh -huh. but I haven't managed to see Barbie. Oh, don't worry, I've got you covered. All I saw was Barbie. I only saw oh, one cool. film. Okay, so I can cover Oppenheimer, and you yeah, can cover yeah, yeah. Barbie. Okay, cool. Um, what's really funny is Little B mm -hmm. uh, really, really, really wants mm. to see Oppenheimer. Ah, yes. I, that's not how I thought that no, sentence was exactly. going to end. Because I said to her, she goes, "Oh, I said you want to go see Barbie." She goes, oh, "I'll go see Oppenheimer," and I'm like. <laughs> What, really? And she goes, yeah, Barbie's all yep. pink and stuff. And I go, yep. well, I said, you know, Oppenheimer's all about nuclear explosions. And her response was, uh, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> right. Yep, um, she is your daughter. She definitely is my daughter. Right. Uh, we need to talk about the news. Ready? Yep. Okay. Bring it. The question is, what button am I going to push? The, the, one, the one on the right. So we left Legion in charge, mm. and it's all worked okay. The world is still um, no. run by humans. No, no, mostly. Yeah, okay. Um, but which means that we've ended the blockbuster season, mm. and now we've started the um, back to school back to season school season because we couldn't think of a better name. So mm. the first thing we need to do is cover off who won because we should have done this ages ago, but we genuinely we both away. been away. Mm-hmm. So has the, the, the chocolate not right. down? Okay, I should fire up. Yeah, for film. Right, and then you can tell us, give us the top five. Do you want five to one or one to five? I mean, for the sake of drama, let's go five to one, yeah? Okay. Who goes one so, to five? Well, let's remind ourselves who won last time. Last time, DM Biggins. Oh, yeah. Top the league, followed by Papsimilium Metrium. Could he make it two in a row? Let's find out. At five, stalwart Mitch Matthews in there. No number. 370 million. Number four... Fake drum roll. DM Biggins. Ooh! Mighty Fallen. Ooh! 410 million. Who's above? At three. Professor Procrastination. Yay! Well done. Prof I know, I think that is an all-time high watermark for Prof. I, I expect some severe... He does a podcast called Scrub Pod, mm. which, is, uh, which is really, actually, really good fun. And uh, also weird because my voice features on it in a, in a bizarre unknown cameo which mm-hmm. well not unknown now because everyone just told everyone but um yes well done well prof. done because i think i think prof's like uh modus operandi was fourth for the longest time and now finally third really well deserved well well played uh number two uh metarium 125 million and then by a clear 12 million 437 million we've got you know him you love him it's paps a million hey paps well done Congratulations. Well played. Well played. Excellent. Uh, very solid. Uh, very solid win. Yes, in the end, twelve million. That's not bad. Over four hundred. That's uh, that's a fair margin. So we're into the back to back to school season, but the back to school season is going to be a bit odd because mm. we're seeing some disruption now. Changes. Indeed. As, uh, so Mr. we're Barry seeing. So we're seeing some disruption from the uh, ongoing writers and actors strike, which still, at time of recording, has not been resolved. Mm. Now. now. Go on. Now, indeed. Well, I'm just looking at. Just we just do you want to check in with where we are because we're actually we're a few weeks into this season yes. already. Uh, let's look at uh, number one, Soulless, long-time player. Yeah. Currently out there at 66 million. Then Eric Krems, never heard of. New player. Welcome, welcome, fresh Eric. Blood. Yep. And then Paula and Super Singer at four. DM Biggins hiding away at number five and ahead of Metarine and Paps and Mitch Matthews and so. Prof uh, Ten. So. Whole new, whole new Who set knows? of players. Well, you know, are they playing the season early? Are they late? Well, yeah, Who but knows? don't forget Who though, knows? you can swap because with the with the mini game, it's a great way to get into the game because it's only three months, and you can really 
I mean, you can really screw it up, but also you can you can really <laughs> you can get always screw it. Yeah, up. you can really get to grips with it. And don't forget, you can swap your cast out. You can have mm -hmm. three films going simultaneously. Mm -hmm. You can trash one and you can remake one. You have to move so you fast really, though. Thirteen weeks quick. and you're done. Yeah, exactly. So you've got to be quick. You've got to be. You've got to pretty much go. You know what? I think that film's going to do well, and you've got to be able to call it. Now, the last what six weeks has been pretty much dominated by pink and nuclear pink explosion in the cinema yes absolutely yes uh, so like i think four weeks i think on the trot barbie one oppenheimer two, two. it's four weeks. so oppenheimer is the highest grossing u.s film release that has never been to number one in the box office <laughs> amazing yeah i'm not surprised it's yet. mad and then and then and by a country mile further ahead in terms of box office barbie it's, it's like taking like three times as so much. barbie is the highest grossing film directed by a woman hmm. which shouldn't be a thing that we should have to point it out not, it but not. it's just one of those things so it's fair play now I, I will we'll come back to oppenheimer and barbie and i think we will try and do a combined barbieheimer uh mm. review so i think maybe we just do one paragraph each and see if people can keep up i i'm not sure i can keep up but let's, <laughs> let's roll um, the dice. so yeah so we're now in the back to school season so mm. you know you've you've got to be careful but we are seeing a couple of weird things happening in yeah, the box and office this, and this is impacting the one and so the first season. one that has been an absolute travesty is that they're moving dune no! or, or as we say june part two oh, it's I'm, being bumped from december to march i'm gutted because that was my one and done so i had timothy chalamet yep. and i had rebecca ferguson okay, and I, i've already got some money from rebecca ferguson but they are releasing mm -hmm. hopefully they better be releasing wonka at christmas which yeah. means i'll still get that sweet sweet chalamet Chamelay Shashing, yeah, but I won't bubble. get double bubble. Ah, so annoying. So I, had, I think I had Dave Bautista, same thing. Yes, because Dave, ah, so you've got you've got, got a lot guys. of people yeah. in June part two, but it has they've confirmed they confirmed it has been bumped. Now, it's been bumped for a couple of reasons, and there's actually it's twofold. One, it's obviously that there's not that much available in the box office mm. over this course, so they want to basically get maximum bang for the buck, and and arguably. There is a case to be made for whether you go to the cinema more over the holiday period or mm -hmm. whether you go just normally. I generally don't go to the cinema over the December holiday period because I'm busy. I've got other stuff to do. Mm, but the in the US, it's very different In the culturally. US. But the other thing is because of the actor's strike, the actors can't do promo for the film. Mm. So when the actor's strike first kicked in, it was Oppenheimer's debut in London. Yep. Fun fact actually no i can't tell you that um i was on the same no i wasn't i was was i on the same train no i was on the same plane as someone but anyway doesn't matter um sorry bizarrely we'll cut that bit out um yes where was i right but during the oppenheimer premiere mm -hmm. the cast were notified that the strike had begun and they during left the during premiere. the premiere and they had to leave like like on the red carpet on the red carpet they got a phone call they went, the it's boom, and they were just sacked off because amazing they can't do it so the reason for the um the reason for that is that now because you can't do promos for the film you can't do the press junkets you can't they can't the director can yes but none of the actors can because the, the directors aren't on strike exactly and the producers can so the I, produ yeah i i listened to some film podcasts and there have been some less than interesting producer interviews promoting films yeah, because they don't really have the most yeah, exactly. interesting perspective 
Yeah, so I think that's part of the reason why it's been bumped. But the other thing that's noticed is there's a few films that were going to be coming out on streaming that now are coming out in cinema because oh. we need the we need the, the filler. Yeah, so basically. They, so they've reversed the polarity. They have reversed the polarity. So there's a film that caught my attention called Blackberry, which is the true story of um, RIM, Research in Motion, oh, wow. Canadian company who made the Blackberry. The and keyboard, basically the keyboard phone people. The keyboard phone people. So uh, you may need to ask your folks about this, but before there were iPhones, there were other phones. Um, and Blackberry was just, I mean, you couldn't move for Blackberry. Before was, every phone was just a black slab. Yeah, before a black, yeah. Anyway, it's it's all about Blackberry's rise and fall. Mm. And obviously it's it's a great story because most yeah. of it's true. Yeah. But it's got a really good cast in it. But it's oh, one of those okay. films that went, oh, it's going to be an independent film. No time travel, no exploding robots, will no they, superheroes. Will they have done like they've done in Tetris, where the, which was on stream, where they've inserted a car chase just to make it a bit more Quite possibly. Okay, right, then, but I, then I'm in. It's exactly the same as, as the Tetris film on the grounds that you've taken a, a relatively good story and they've turned it into a film. But in this case, it's going to get a cinema release. <laughs> just pull, pull back, right? Okay. Yeah. I know we're in the middle of this, but it's a film about... Well, yeah, but phones. but yeah, but it looks. I watched the trailer. It looks really oh, good. Oh, okay. But we we'll watch the trailer in one of the breaks. There was, well, there was a film, wasn't there? A film that Ben Affleck was in, and it was about um, Nike Air trainers. Nike Air yeah, trainer, the marketing yeah. of trainers. The it's story like, behind that. Yeah. Why? It's like a trend. There's like, and then you've got Tetris. Uh, there's, you've got a, there's a film product development movie. There's it's a like, film that's just come out, which is um, I think it's on one of the streaming services. I think it's Apple. But it's got Zach Galifianakis, mm -hmm. who hasn't got a beard and just just looks oh, just doesn't wow. look like him. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks. Mm -hmm. But it's all about oh. the beanie. It's all about the beanie baby craze oh, in the nineteen nineties. Yes. I heard. What is, it's like? If we run out of interesting people, you know, it was Oppenheimer the last one. If we run out of interesting people for biopics, and, and now all we've got is left is products. Some of so these, now we get products. Some maybe. of these stories are genuinely really interesting. Uh, uh, like okay. the whole the whole BlackBerry thing is genuinely a really interesting story. Oh yeah. yeah. Is it interesting? I mean, I can understand that it would be interesting for, say, you and me, but is it like, how big is the audience for this? Is it like... Well, people saw the Nike Air film. Mm. The, the, yeah, okay. The, let's hire someone to look at shoes. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think, yeah. I, I think you're being unfair. Do you anyway. know what? Actually, you know what? There's always, you know, we always complain about their, like, you know, Oh, it's all just... It's all superheroes and explosions. And so, yeah, so shut up oh, yeah. and go and see the oh, Blackberry yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I take it all back. <laughs> I should, yeah, I should yeah. not be stomping on okay. new ideas. All right. Sorry okay. about that, Blackberry right. film people. Um, so, yeah, so there's a couple of films coming out that have caught my eye on this. And mm. I kind of, my first think, thinking is, is this like a... Is this like a film that's, that's kind of come out now because it's it's should have gone to streaming and now it's been given a... It's been given a thing, so I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you vote. Here's how we're going. To, I'm going to name a couple of films that are coming out between now and the end of the year that have okay. got a cinema release now, and I want you to tell me whether it was originally supposed to be streaming, which is the new word for direct to video, yeah, or actually intended to have a cinema release. Okay, ready? Okay. Expendables four. Oh, original cinematic. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. state of Stallone. That's an easy one. Yeah. So they've really they've moved up. Fifty Cent is now in the Expendables. Goodness. Megan Fox is now in the Expendables. Wow. So I think you need to hit a certain Are age they... before you can be in the. I think you need to be yeah. post, let's say forty, and yeah. then you can be in the Expendables. I think so. But now but... I would like it to be post fifty, but 
I just feel like, yeah. Okay, fine, uh, I think, fine. I, I think the men are post 50. Uh, I think the women I are not. The I think Megan Fox is 40, but she's now, she's aging out because she's Megan 40. Megan Fox is 40. Well, I don't know. I assume she's probably about 40, yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Right. Uh, your next, your next answer is, or your next uh, question is retribution. Okay. Now let me let me give you just the title. No, no, no. Let me okay. give you a right. little bit about right. this. Okay. Liam Neeson's in it. Oh. And he is a banker who is driving his kids to school, and okay. he gets a phone call. Uh huh. And then, yeah, actually, you know what? You know what? Let's just let's just do a quick thing. Let's just watch the trailer. So let's just do it a very quick. Okay. Um, I am going to say that that's cinematic, just because it's very, it's it's least it's it's standard issue niece. It's standard issue. Uh, now, I don't is... know if he's fall because at some point he's going to fall off the like diminishing returns, and then it will be straight to streaming for him. But I think I don't think he's there yet. So uh, I the, think it's cinematic. I, I think the only thing to point out was I did predict one of the lines from the trailer. Is, do I have your attention you now? You did. To which, goes, do I, I have know. your attention now? And it had I, to be done. Um, word for word prediction. It just it was amazing. Just, but this. I, is it safe to say? Because Liam Neeson had a bit of a wobble a few years he did. ago. Didn't he managed he? to clear that quite. Quickly. He managed to. He, he was, managed to. He he did the correct thing, which mm, was he apologized and then he shut up for yeah. two years. He just put his. <laughs> he just got his head down and didn't say. And now he's back. Yeah. And uh, he's very delivering. He's he's now got American children with American accents. Everyone has an American accent except inexplicably Liam Neeson, because <laughs> <laughs> he's yep. Liam Neeson. Um, okay. So yeah. Was that a cinematic or was that a, was I, that a? I think cinematic. Right. Because Liam Neeson appeals to, and I say this now because we're in this audience, the mm. dad audience, mm -hmm. because you kind of go, you know what? I want to see a middle-aged man kick the crap out of people twenty years younger than him. Yep. So it's like there's going to be another um, equalizer with Denzel, <laughs> because because of because, because why? Because, okay. Yeah. All right. Next. Okay. Paw Patrol. The Mighty Movie. Ooh, um, streaming. I think maybe streaming. I think I think. I mean, possibly effectively, streaming. they just it, do a cut and shut on a few episodes on those. Sorts yeah, of things, don't they? Yeah, effectively. Yeah, um, and then last one is <laughs> the last one is my big fat Greek wedding three. Now, before you answer, Ooh. I didn't know that there was a my big fat Greek wedding too. Oh, I vaguely remember it coming out and being not great. Um, I it's got a strong streaming feel. It's got a very like, it's it's exact. It's ninety one minutes long. Oh yeah, stream hundred percent stream. But yeah, so these are the films that we're going to get instead of June, which is that rather is annoying. Just so yeah, that is unacceptable. It is. Oh oh, and sorry, <laughs> and then we have. We have also the oh, last. Did we miss one? Well, we haven't missed one. We've also missed one that's going to make the entire world go. Probably. <laughs> is the Marvels. Oh, okay. With well, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, I mean, and the I, other one. I know that is that obviously cinematic, right? That yeah, is, that's obviously of, cinematic. It's sort of one of. It's Disney's. also been moved about five times. Yeah, because they they had a because they did Miss Marvel the TV series, which was now like sometime last year. I don't think. I mean, I watched it. It's fine. I don't think it was particularly well, uh, generally well received. No. Um, and apparently they had to do significant reshoots on but this it's, film. It's, it's, it's basically Freaky Friday, uh, as far as I can tell from the, the, the most recent trailer, because there's, there's definitely some body swapping. I think, every time they use, I think every time they use their powers, they physically swap places. Yeah. 
but they don't they don't change bodies they physically swap places yeah but yeah but um it's suffering from the the did the you know uh, Disney, no, the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, exhaustion that everyone's feeling yes. now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's just uh, L- large, largely now. It's just sort of received as like, but why, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know? no, you're right. And then to mm. round out the end of the year, apparently we're still getting Wonka, and apparently we're going to get one more Aquaman film. Wow, is oh. this the is this the uh, the final end? Has um, uh, James Gunn found it like? like in the corner of the store cupboard and he's just like sweeping it out. It's like, oh uh, yeah, forgot about that. Send Let's it out to die. Yeah. yeah. I mean, The Flash apparently now cost Warner $200 million. Only $200 million. Yes. Yeah. Well, it cost them that much to back. make. Right. And then it cost them about, a, they reckon about 150 for marketing mm-hmm. because they didn't market it because, you know, hey, here's the star. Oh no, he's unavailable. Um, and then that was it, one of the ones that I had a produce a producer. Yeah, well, uh, that was that was interview. a different set of problems. It wasn't oh, the fact so, that yeah, it wasn't yeah, like that Ed, didn't have the stuff. It wasn't like <laughs> Ezra Miller is, was unable to act. They just didn't want him anywhere near the yeah, bloody yeah, film. Yeah, that was just a dry run for yeah. where we are now. <laughs> um, but apparently, yeah, that's the biggest loss they made. So they're in real trouble with that, which is okay, which yeah. is an issue. So yeah, mm. so that's kind of where we are for the end of the year. So there's not it's slim pickings. Mm. But so, oh, sorry, is that like that's the highlights? Oh yeah, that's it. Oh mate. my god, that's it. There's a few other things in there, but that's basically I mean, it. Wonka's There's... the only half... Wonka. Have you seen the trailer for Wonka? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Grant, and that looks. I mean, oh. <laughs> I just it's, there's been a bit of controversy over casting Hugh Grant in that role, but he is very funny. He just goes, "Nope, I've started to dance now. I yeah. have to do the dance," and it and made it, it, it really appears, made me laugh. It appears to be like uh, in the Gene Wilder lineage, as in it's, it's directly related to the original. Yes. In st- stylistically and, and some of the lines, they're definitely calling I, back to it. I was dead against the whole thing until I realised it was by the guys that did Paddington, and I'm like, mm. I'm okay with this. Yeah, you've got I'm, a free pass. I'm willing. I'm willing <laughs> to let I let you have a look at this. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's what's to come. Um. So yeah. So you. I think if you're playing the one and done. I think too late. You, yeah, too late. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. screwed. Like I know, the rest of I us. know I am, for sure. There was much wailing and gnashing oh, of teeth on my scores when that yeah. came through. There was bad language used when I found out. It was off and on again, right? There was, there was, it was, like, there was, there was, was rumour, rumor, and, and there was, then, yeah, like, there was no, maybe, yeah, maybe. It's official now. Yeah, it's official now. So I'm a bit gutted about that, but it's okay. I'll still go and see it in the cinema in March. Mm. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so if you're doing the holiday season, Mm. which is the final season of the year you're going to run between november december and january so i've got to be honest with you it's wonka and it's aquaman and probably barbie and oppenheimer because they'll probably still still be in cinema (laughs) well seeing as you said barbie and oppenheimer we probably should move on and talk about barbie and oppenheimer okay Here's what we're going to do. We need to cover Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yes. But we also have the toffee pop and the chocolate covered Mikado mm. first. So mm. do you want to choose which film we start or choose which biscuit we eat? Uh, uh, oh, it just made my brain explode. Uh, you choose, know, the choose, the biscuit. Move, choose the biscuit. Okay, go on then. Choose your biscuit. Uh, the toffee pop. Nice. Oppenheimer. Yes. I went and saw Oppenheimer. Yes. So. Oh, we're not gonna, I'm not going to do a big review on this because chances are everyone listening to this has mm. either seen it or has listened to a thousand reviews. Yep. Here's my thing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm. It's quite long. Mm. Doesn't feel very long. 
Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is amazing in it. He's not in it very much, mm. but he's only in it in black and white, and he's a he's a he's a scumbag politician in it. Mm-hmm. And right at the end, right at the end, he does that Robert Downey Jr. smiley winky thing, and you're like, <laughs> there he is. Um, really good. It's mm. obviously it's about Robert Oppenheimer. It's about not only it's it it kind of runs in a few par- in a few parallel timelines, but the main frame of the story is around the fact that is in post world war ii he is being investigated by the government in order to get his continued security clearance but at which point they've decided he's a communist because this is the era of mccarthyism and they've decided that he is a communist and he's not going to do it so they go back through his whole life Mm -hmm. and basically yes he was a communist (laughs) <laughs> but but not in a not in a not in a bad way a kind of a diet communist ah. but then you couldn't you couldn't maybe even, maybe what you might call a socialist possibly anyway. what you might call a socialist but not this isn't a politics podcast mm-hmm. but yes but you couldn't be a socialist back in the 1950s in america no. um but you could not no but here's the thing one couple of couple of notes on it matt damon's in this film yes and i love i love matt damon yep i think he's so amazing yeah. he's great but not quite sure he works in this film uh, he just he's, he's a general in this film mm-hmm. and he's the general who's in charge of the project so he's the military guy in charge of the manhattan project mm-hmm. he just doesn't strike me as being generally enough so you just miscast possibly i think mm-hmm. they needed somebody who was maybe 10 years older he just uh, yeah uh, but uh, is that your perception of generals at uh, that time I, oh, like... I just think it's matt damon i think i look at matt damon and i just think of him as a 20 year old kid who's so He's quite boyish, yes. like uh, DiCaprio in that, yeah. that way. They're roughly the same age because mm. they're roughly our age, mm. but wow. just, you know, but moisturizer. But uh, okay. yeah, I don't know. So that's the thing. And the next thing is, and this is, but I said this on Discord, my next point about Oppenheimer, uh, the, the effects are amazing. The It's really well done. Um, it is a Christopher Nolan film, so there's going to be lots of big music and occasionally you'll just go, what? What's he saying? So some people have had difficult. I've had no problem with it. I saw it on a normal screen rather than massive IMAX screen. And I've only seen one film in IMAX, and that was Pacific Rim. Mm. And to be honest with you, it ruined IMAX for me, so I'm not interested. Because <laughs> um, when never again. never again, never again, IMAX. Oh, I the first IMAX fool me film once. I, first IMAX I ever saw, the original John Wick movie. Amazing. In IMAX? In Holy IMAX. crap! Yeah, and I did not know quite what the film was going to be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was, was insane. That was full on. Anywho, anywho, should we get back to? Uh... Yeah, actually, <laughs> no. Okay, I was going to say I would. Do... Okay, right. Sorry, I'll tell you that. So many things are just going to be right. Sorry, I've, so, I've, I've the... taken this off again. No, no, it's fine. But the only thing I'll say about Oppenheimer, and so little B wants to go and see up, really wants to see Oppenheimer, and mm-hmm. it's a fifteen, which is obviously mm. a. a uh, probably an R rating in the States. Yeah. And the reason it's a 15 is Florence Pugh is in it. Uh-huh. Now, Florence Pugh doesn't automatically qualify for a 15 rating. Let me to explain what I'm talking about. Florence Pugh is in this film as Oppenheimer's uh, love interest. She's, he's having an uh-huh. affair with her. Right. She spends most of the film naked. Uh, okay. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But also, it doesn't add mm-hmm. anything to the plot. Okay. So, him having an affair with this one, because she is a... She is a a um, committed communist, mm. right? And ah, okay. she is like his kind of link to the Communist Party, right. even though his wife was also 
a card-carrying member of the Communist Party, and I use card-carrying for those people who've seen the film because it's a funny line. Um, so she just seems to be overly enforced, um, and 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 yeah, it's just uh, she just yeah, she just doesn't work. So as a result of that, if I could. It's going to sound stupid. If I could have a cut of the film mm. where I could take Florence Pugh out of it, mm -hmm. but Florence Pugh only when she's naked, mm -hmm. um, it would immediately like a twelve or even it would PG. immediately drop down to a twelve film. I mean, you still they still detonate a nuclear bomb and kill tens of thousands of people. It's okay. really heavy. It's still <laughs> a heavy subject. <laughs> so yep. I still yeah, think yeah, a twelve. Yeah. For all the, Oppenheimer, it's, for it's all a world families. of laughter. Oh, well, no, it's not. Um, but I think it would drop down to twelve, and then obviously Little B could see it. Yeah. So there. <sighs> I think there's a whole class of films like that where there's things in it you, that I wish you could take out so you could just, show younger yeah, kids. Anything, just remove anything. the one thing. So yeah, so that's the one thing that I sat there kind of going, I mean, I understand that she's in there to underline the fact that he was a passionate man who believed in stuff and was yeah. apparently an, an absolute lady killer. Apparently, <laughs> an absolute lady killer was our, was our Rob. Right. And I didn't know that. But anyway, but it just... It's just ah yeah, just just took the edge off. It did, the, and it's it's just the only thing the that's, that's going to yeah. stop me from showing it too much because she's genuinely interested in the subject, yep. which yeah. is so it's awesome. one that just requires. She'll get to it. Just needs a little bit of time. And is it like is it like weird words to, to say? To you, is it sexual nudity or is it just nudity? It's it's a, it's all of it. Yeah, there's right, there's, okay. there's one right. bit. Yeah, okay. there's yeah. So it there's is. reasons just, you don't. There's yeah. just reasons. Yeah, she's just, just nudity. And there's no, nothing going on, just, just someone walking the, through. The woman, yeah. in this film, she seems to be the Jenny Agatha of the 21st century. Mm -hmm. She is allergic to clothing. Okay. Um, it's just Fair really, enough. it's really odd. Well, anyway, as, are, as are many communists. As that are many, apparently, understood. that's yeah. how you catch communists. Yes, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, but besides, I mean, okay, so that's a really specific mm -hmm. niggle, and only because I wanted my kid to see it, but besides that, cracking film, worth a watch, do it on the big screen, the... Um, <laughs> the explosion because the, they mm. did uh, no spoilers but at one point they set off a nuclear bomb i mean i mean we know this Boom. is going to come up it sets off a nuclear yeah. bomb um uh that's stunning and i think that would be the only bit in imax i think if you watch that in imax you'd come out with the suntan because it's like proper like boom um but yeah really yeah really good mm. really good film right okay. done you act so you actually upgraded from at the beginning of that review, it was like, it was all right. So no, it was, you talked about it, it's like, actually, no, it's good. It's more than just all It's right. a really good film. It's really interesting subject. It covers it in a way that is intriguing. And it also isn't just about the make, because there's an entire TV show about the making the bomb. Mm. The bomb bit is almost inconsequential. It's all about his public trial about right. being a communist. And then... There's a, the consequences, and not then the... yeah, and then it all kind of falls back in on itself. It, it's mm. it's cleverly done. It's mm. a, it's a it's a good film. Uh, Kenneth Branagh's in it for about twenty seconds, mm. which is nice. Nice mm. to see him. Yeah, um, a usual uh, another Nolan favorite from like yeah uh, yeah they, uh, Dunkirk right and Tenant. Oh yeah, he was the unconvincing yeah. un Russian. Mm. Oh yes, right. Yes. So right then from right. the sublime. Okay. To the fabulously ridiculous Barbie. Excellent. Um, yes, yeah, all right. Uh, to mirror you. Um, 
I, we, we've talked about this before in the podcast, but sometimes I find it hard to watch a film that's been hyped because I spend half the time watching myself watching the film. Yes. Am I enjoying it as much as I think I should be enjoying it? Yes. My brain asks I, me halfway through the film. I'm the same. If a film, yeah. I, I actively avoid trailers for films that I'm really looking forward to because I don't want to see the last shot of the film. Yeah, uh, indeed, which is a modern problem. And for me, so second, second watch is often... Uh, tells me I, I relax. Yes. I don't have to think about thinking about the film. Okay. Um, so I and it, this is probably another one where I start and it's all fine. And actually, I think my, my review is going to be quite similar to yours in many respects. Well, I just I will be naked for the entire film. Uh, well, we are going to talk about bits that you can take out that the film doesn't doesn't need. Okay. Um, I think I will probably be more enthusiastic at the end of talking at it than I am at the beginning. But, but my immediate sort of gut feeling was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's, and, you know, it has a lot of laughs. It's a comedy, so it delivers. It's well put together. It is um, very much out there. And I'm not going to go into the plot and all that kind of stuff because, again, there's been a thousand reviews and everyone's either okay. seen it or I, is never going to see I it. I literally know nothing about this okay. film. I've it's, seen the trailer, in so which I know case, that she basically realizes that her exactly. life. She has she an existential out. crisis. Understands um, that she's sort of that things. You know, she starts the movie, and everything in Barbie Land is perfect every day. Everything is, is awesome. Fine. Indeed, it is very much like the Lego Movie in terms of its like audaciousness of being out there. Right. Um, and yes, there is a journey had and some understanding and you know people grow and things are learnt and uh, the real world is encountered. Um, and it's very funny along the way. Uh, Ryan Gosling is uh, hilarious as Ken in it, who uh, discovers the patriarchy and how awesome men are. Because in Barbie <laughs> Land, he is the uh, he is the accessory. He's he the, he's the uh, side. He's yeah, the, he's the, he's the, as they yeah. say, it's Barbie and and Ken. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. he is the and Ken. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, he and, and it's very much a, and you know it's a it's a role reversal, right? Because yes. You know, uh, or yeah, a gender reversal of roles. Um, the bits, and, and yeah, very funny, very enjoyable. The time passes incredibly quickly. There are songs, there are dance numbers, there are dance offs. Um, yes, it's it is very. Damn, I need to go see this. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it entertains. Cool. Uh, as Russell Crowe said, "Have I not entertained you? You will be thoroughly entertained by this." Um, and there are some very funny jokes. I felt like, because we saw it four weeks into the show, into like its run, and the cinema was still half full wow. when we went on like a Monday night. So it's still half Do filling. You think a lot four of weeks in. I don't think so from the audience. I think this was people who were like, what else am I going to go see? Because there's not a lot out at the moment. And were, yeah, definitely the people who sat down has kind of put a bummer on things because like the guy was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to like this very loudly it's like oh great why don't you just shut up um so and i think a lot of the jokes um uh i was laughing at and mrs smith were laughing at but no one else was laughing at i kind of wish i'd seen it early with uh a, an audience maybe a younger audience uh, -huh. uh or a, an, a full audience who were up for it because i think i just felt like there was some there's more jokes in there than the audience were laughing at i don't know if that's because it just people weren't finding it quite so funny because there were less people in the audience. You know, yeah. there's sort of that you know group uh, thing. And, and you yeah. know, it, it's watching watching films in Britain is different to watching films oh, in yes. other countries because yeah. I've seen other films in other countries and the audience reactions is completely. Yeah. I would love to go see it 
on like if they do a re-screening and one of those ones where like half the people have turned everyone's up in wearing pink, pink. yeah and everyone like knows the songs sing along. i imagine that is going to be it's going to be like up there with rocky horror show for kind of like just enjoyment factor because of what the audience brings as much as the rest so i think it's a very fun film i for sure. i agree with you i think that would be very yeah. interesting i think that uh this is another film that little b should see when she's 15 i think that'll be the perfect well it's age. a 12a yeah but i think i think sorry when... I, i'm listening mm. to you but i'm mm. also on my phone only because i'm literally booking my tickets for barbingham because <laughs> i'm here next week for the first time in oh, like four okay. weeks i'm yeah. genuinely yeah. in the country so i'm doing yeah. it right but i i think it's i think it's for teenage girls because it does deal with uh being a woman and what it means and the social norms and there's a there's proper like feminist message uh hidden in there and this is what you know all the other interviews will tell you is it, and there's, there's is some... this all the middle-aged men are getting annoyed well here we go okay who can we take out of this film will ferrell will ferrell's entire role in this is pointless oh. you could just cut the whole piece out it doesn't add really anything there's a couple of fairly lame jokes in there I don't know why it's there other than maybe Mattel uh, required that they were represented within the film. <laughs> and so but I'm guessing the they're represented in. badly. Um, I mean, in the characters of the film, they come out okay. And I think probably overall, probably the biggest tribute to Mattel is that they let this movie come out because it's quite <laughs> anti-capitalist in many respects. Right? Yeah. So was so was the Lego movie, but Will Ferrell was doing is doing yeah, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. He's better. He's better in the Lego movie. His yeah. role is much more meaningful in the Lego movie. So maybe that's what I was expecting. Maybe I was expecting more because I kind of did that kind of equivalence and was expecting more. He's very uh secondary and he turns up a couple of times and there's a few funny jokes and that's it and uh, so i sort of feel he's almost underused uh and you could maybe just not have him at all and just give more time because it does feel very fast it sort of feels like maybe they could have done more with the uh with the other characters rather than uh him but i don't know maybe for the, the i guess for the purpose of the plot they needed someone blah 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 you know, and you take one thing out and it all falls apart. Yeah. Who am I? I'm not a script writer. I'm not a filmmaker. But it just felt a bit, I don't know, just, it was, the, that was probably the the least effective part of the film. Okay. But besides overall. that, though, it all uh, generally worked. Yeah. Margot Robbie, excellent performance, really good. Amazing uh, narrator voiceover by Helen Mirren. Some very funny jokes where the narrator pops good. back in halfway through and literally gives notes to the filmmakers. Nice. Uh, Love it. Spoil, because uh, you haven't seen. Um, and yes, uh, yeah. I, and Ryan Gosling get obviously getting a lot, well not obviously, but is has got a lot of plaudits for his, uh, you know, he, he, he's very funny. His, he's his, really his good. His Kennedy, apparently. His, indeed, there is strong Kennedy uh, from, coming from him. Yes, so there you go. Uh, no more needs to be said. Uh, um, yeah, enjoyable. Cool. Good. Okay, well, I have booked I have booked my seats for Barbie. While I'm here, I'm also going to go see Meg to the trench <laughs> because yes. it's Jason Statham, and we yeah. are legally required to go and see mm-hmm. that film because mm-hmm. we've we covered the Meg on Bad Film Club, and yeah. it was everything I wanted it to be. Can we go on a little diversion? What about Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible? Have you seen them? Are you going to see them? Yes, I have seen them. Mm. So I went to see uh, Indiana Jones. I think the weekend it came out. Yeah. Um, nah. Yeah. Mm. I think a lot's been said about it. Mm. Um, I don't really, I didn't really need to see a film where Harrison Ford is just, has just had life's just kicked the crap out of him for 25 <laughs> years. Because, yeah. and Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I really like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She's 
very, very funny, but she's not an action hero. And I don't mean that in in any way, Phoebe, if you're listening. I think you're great. I think Fleabag's a genius series, but she just... She didn't quite. Doesn't work in that role, and it's it's just a bit odd. Mm. However, Mads Mikkelsen's amazing. Which I know... Oh, of course, I should have... Known. Yes, I'm remembering now. Of course you were going to see this. Because Mads Mikkelsen is in it. I love Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. I mean, he's, I wanted, yeah. he's, he's a Nazi in this film, and you know what? I'm okay with that, because yeah. he's Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. And that is a statement that I, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for making, but damn, he's good. Mission Impossible? Now, I saw Mission Impossible, and I took Little B to come and see Mission ah, Impossible. Okay. So we watched the first Mission Impossible film, yeah. and then we skipped two, because it's Bobbins. We skipped three, because it's just mad. And then we skipped... Then we watch number four, which is okay. the one where he's got the hoodie and the sandstorm, and he climbs up the side of the Burj Khalifa. Then we ran out of time, and then we went to see Mission Ooh, Impossible okay. Dead so Reckoning sort of, Part 1. Right. So we skipped. Okay. Yeah. It was really good. Mm. It was really good. She really but, enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's under it's it's underperformed. I don't know. That's a that's a really good question. And this is why I wanted to bring it up, because uh, Indiana Jones Indy certainly barely un- made four weeks in yeah, the, in it's the certainly UK. Underperformed, I don't, yeah. Um, and I just wonder, like, do you think that they were a casual... Did they come out before the strike? Were they a casualty of the under-marketing? I, uh, think, I think that they both... I don't remember seeing any of the stars out promoting so, Indiana Jones. Yeah, they were out promoting Okay, it. I just wasn't paying attention um, then. I think, yeah, they were promoting Harrison Ford and Phoebe Waterbridge were being prayed all over the place. Harrison Ford... Okay, just not the places I was looking. That's Harrison fine. Ford has zero... F's to give. <laughs> right? He has used them all up. He is he is done. That man is done. When they asked him if you could go, if you could use the Dial of Destiny to travel anywhere you like, what did he say? He once was home. I'm tired. <laughs> I want to go home. And you went, oh my God, somebody, is somebody kidnapped Harrison Ford? So yes, so they did a lot. Of, and then for Mission Impossible, I think it's it's been a long time coming. Mm. And I think it's also part one. Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of people have gone, meh, I might see it. I'll definitely go and see part two. But what I might do is watch part one on video and then and I'll then go and see part, part two. two. Mm. And it's because we got to the end of Mission Impossible and it's all starting to go, you know, it's kind of getting towards the end. And I leaned over a little bit and went, oh, so by the way, just, uh, there's only part one. And she's like, what? Mm-hmm. But, um, I think um, I think people are tiring of that because I think yes. that's a problem with the Fast and Furious as well. I didn't want to, I couldn't be yeah, couldn't be bothered talking of F's to give. I strangely for the Fast and Furious, I was kind of like, Meh. yeah, yeah. Anywho, yeah, yeah. But no, Mission Impossible was good. I think they both. I think both of those films got over overtaken by the giant pink mushroom mm. cloud that was Barbieheimer. Mm. Mm. Um, Bad timing. I think so. I think Mission Impossible. I think they did enough. But I think it just got wiped out by because you on the on opening the blast wave. Yeah, no. I, I, again, I'm, these jokes have all been done. Yep, yep. But yes, I think you're absolutely right. I think Barbie and Oppenheimer came out at the same time, and everyone went to the cinema, and they either went to see Oppenheimer, went to see Barbie, or went to see both films mm, dressed I, either in hot pink or a fedora. Yeah, I know a lot of people who did the double. Who did the double? And mm. I tried to do the double actually, and I, I ran out of time. But yeah, and I think, I just think, Mission, if you hadn't have seen Mission Impossible before July 18th or whatever it was, 17th, mm. um, that was it. 
your your opportunity is gone. Like yep. you have, you now you now have to go to the cinema. The next time you go to the cinema, you have to see either Barbie or Oppenheimer. They they are your choices. And then once you've seen those films, your next choice is you see the other one. And mm. then you go right then. Something about Tom Cruise on a bike or something. Gone. Yeah. And you go okay, I'll do that. So I think that's really good. But I really enjoyed Mission mm. Impossible. Mm. Haley Atwell's in it. Mm. Uh, Pom. Clement, oh, yeah, yeah, from Guardians. She's she's criminally underused in the film. So I but did. But she's yeah, really yeah. good in the film, and I really hope that she gets bigger roles later on. But she mm. was she was really good in that film, and it was yeah, it's a good film. But um, Tom Cruise is sixty now. Mm. But Tom apparently, Cruise. he's intending to keep making action films till he's eighty. Yes. Well, that's fine. Intends, obviously. Yes. In, in quotes. That's fine. And, and you know, Tom Cruise is a lord to himself. But so, yeah. uh, I mean, right. he's doing pretty well. Um, we, we've reviewed like five films there, and we only <sighs> meant to review two. Yep. Uh, or you think of Bis- Biscuit Break, because I actually need to do three more. What? Yeah, I know. Been on a plane. Um, Ooh. the last biscuit. <sighs> yeah, here we go. Right, music. Should point out in the break that Mrs. B has discovered mm. that we've taken all the chocolate covered biscuits mm. and it has slightly kicked off in my house. Yep. So I'm now banned and now I'm now resigned to the fortress. So uh, yeah, I'll need to probably move that chair that, and uh, put mm. a bed down or something. Mm. But it's fine. Right. As with tradition, been on a plane. And as I said, I always try and catch up with films that i haven't seen so you get a plane that's great because they'll tell you they'll show you films from like six months ago and you go oh yeah i was planning on seeing that but i never bothered because i just never bothered Mm -hmm. and there's three films i managed to watch on my travels that's good yeah two of them genuinely actually quite good although flaws in one and one of them was absolutely rubbish okay where do you want to start? Do you want to start uh, with that chocolate biscuit? Uh, I mean, that's all I've been thinking about. Go on then. Okay, right. But um, let me start you off. Okay. You, you start the biscuit. Okay. And and try and not make. Maybe any, should we do a should we do a should we do a, a sandwich? We Let's do, do a one sandwich. good, one bad, one good. Amsterdam. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is mm. it actually? Oh yeah. I was planning on going to see that. Uh, mm. David O. Russell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, mm. amazing biscuit. Um, so David O. Russell wrote and directed Amsterdam. Mm. It stars uh, Christian Bale, mm-hmm. John David Washington, and Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. and it is kind of a true story. Mm. Kind of. Kind of. Basically, it's about three friends who meet at the tail end of World War One, when the two lads are injured. So Christian Bale is a doctor and John David Washington is a lawyer now, but they met in World War One, and they were both injured and they were nursed back to health by eccentric uh, Veronica, who is played by Margot Robbie. Okay. They hang around in Amsterdam for a couple of years and then for various reasons, the boys have to go back to New York. Mm. Skip forward, this happens I'm giving you this in the order in which stuff happens. This isn't the order in which the film happens. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Boys go back to New York and the doc is now um, taking all of the drugs because he's been <laughs> obviously injured. Oh, right. Um, okay. And he's now helping veterans and helping them with prosthetics and reconstruction. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people came back from World War One with 
horrific injuries. Yep. And John Day Washington is a lawyer, at which point they are hired by the daughter of their former general who has okay. died. Yep. And the daughter was played by Taylor Swift. Stay with me. Okay. <laughs> um, at which point the they uncover a conspiracy and a murder mystery and a bit of a whodunit. Hmm. Uh, at, at soon enough, they then bump back into Veronica's Margot Robbie, yep. and it all kicks off. All right, right. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a whodunit in 1930s interwar New York, right? With a few <clears throat> flashbacks and a few this is yep, and the others. Yep. Okay, so good story mm -hmm. um, is partially based on a true story, which is which is genuinely really interesting because i need to look it up now and see what the whole deal was mm. um but here is the two problems with the film is christian bale too intense christian bale is fine in this film oh, okay good but he is doing an al pacino impersonation for the entire movie <laughs> -ha. no not not old <laughs> not old al pacino oh we're talking 80s al pacino uh, okay. Well, he was just being. I can't do an Al Pacino voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can do. I can do a Nick Cage voice. I can do Lord of the Rings. But I can't do uh, uh, Al Pacino. But he just is. He he hasn't gone the the full on he's kind of thing. Right. But okay. he just sounds like Al Pacino. Al Pacino before he became. A and then he sounds a little bit like Robert De Niro as well. <laughs> okay. But right. at this point, Robert De Niro turns up in the film. Oh. And okay. you go, Whoa. ah, my brain's broken. Right. So that's the first thing, and it's fine. He's fine, and Christian Bale's great, and and I like Christian Bale. I've always liked Christian Bale, but just that was distracting. Mm. And then the second problem with the film, which is a bigger problem, is. From what I've told you, you expect this to be a bit of a caper. That was exactly the words I was thinking of. Yes. So, and the trailers showed it as being a bit of a caper. Uh, you know, okay. they're getting a bit right. of a scrape. Here, here, get, and, yeah. and here comes the butt. <laughs> you're expecting a little bit of comedy, a little bit maybe dark comedy, a couple of set pieces, but actually a good film. It's not funny. Oh, okay. The film isn't funny. Right. I'm ex I was expecting it to be, I, I don't need it to be like, you know, hilarious fart jokes running around and laughing in the aisles, but I was expecting it to be slightly quirky right. funny. Okay. Yep. The only funny line in the film is Chris Rock, who is also one of the soldiers that they know who's now living in New York. He points out the fact because look guys, you've brought in a dead white guy in a box and there's, there's, there's four people in this room and two of them are black men. If this goes bad, I'm guessing the black men are in trouble with this. <laughs> and he, he basically points out the fact yeah. that this is a white, this is a white people problem and we shouldn't be anywhere near this because it's a dead white guy in a box and mm. we're, this does not end well for us. And it's, it's, he's right. It's very funny. Um, that's the only funny line in the film. Everything else okay. is, is actually, there's we're one more. expecting it to be a bit more Coen Brothers-y. I, I think that's yeah. exactly right. I think I was expecting it to be, to be a little a little oddball a yeah, little yeah. and it was very it was, very it was straight. quite straight laced yeah. but you said there's um, like one more joke <laughs> there's one more joke where um it's a drug joke and it's funny um remy malik's in it oh okay yeah and yeah. he's good but he's it's all a bit constrained i think i think everyone wanted to play it like at an 11 and they were told to bring it down to like a 
six. Oh, okay. You know, right. and it just it just feels a bit, and you kind of just it just it it needed to be a little breathe. bit wackier. Right. Okay. But it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and because of the setting and because of the and Christian Bale is a is Christian Bale is a comedic character. So he's he's a he's a slightly crazy doctor with a few injuries and a fake eye. Yeah. Who's on all the drugs and should be a slightly quirky yeah. and is a slightly yeah. quirky character, but isn't funny is just he's just it's slightly tragic and it mm. you're not expect it just it 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 subverted my expectations but in the wrong way yeah 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 and as a result i went good film but i know i know why it didn't do very well because mm. everyone who went to see it on day one came back and went i was expecting it to be kind of yeah a bit yeah. you know and it wasn't kind i mean of, there's a whole conversation you know, about whether films should be meeting your expectations or subverting your expectations is it good yeah. because it but if a film subverts yeah, yeah, my but, expectations it, it should subvert them for the better yeah it shouldn't what, subvert what, them for the what, worse what but qualifies the, as better but and... <laughs> so so what i would suggest is if you're going to watch amsterdam and i actually it is it is a good film and I, I do suggest that you watch it if you see it on a service pick it up but the reason it didn't do it on the cinema is you watch the trailer right and then watch the film Don't and watch. you go and you go the trailer promised me mm. a a story but a little bit of a quirky caper like um what's the other david o, o russell film with christian bale and amy adams and uh i'm blanking so am i there's another it, the previous one that was again the same kind of thing it was a long con and it was a story but it had moments that were funny american hustle yes thank you american hustle and that, that's that was good but it wasn't in the same vein as that it was yeah. i think it was it was promoted as being in that kind of right vein, but okay, it yeah, wasn't yeah. but it, so mis mismarketed yeah completely and mm. i think had mm. they marketed as a serious film i would have gone in thinking but it shows went, you how much your expectations lead to yeah. what you what you get from the film yeah and and mm. the two jokes of the film are in the trailer mm. And they okay. both are good jokes. And you went, cool, that's great. I'm expecting, but again, I'm not expecting all the jokes to be in the trailer. I'm expecting like, you know, mm. a percentage of them to yep. be in the trailer. But I'll, once we're done here, I'll show you the trailer and I, I will point out what I mean. But yeah, good film, mm. but... You've got to know what you're going in. Yeah, right. yeah, but it's worth okay. a watch. Yeah. So on the flip side of this, we have Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, okay. So weird. Yeah. Oh, Daniel uh, Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. No, so weird. So weird. Al Yankovic. For those of you who yeah. who don't know, is a um, a very particular music artist who yep. produced in the eighties and and early nineties produced nothing but parody sick songs. Yeah, yeah. So would take a song like, and then would change the words. Eat it and turn it into eat it. And... Well, no, that's a good example. We're going to come back to that, actually, because okay, okay. that's actually... That's a... the one that jumps to mind. No, when I... and, that's, and that's exactly where you're wrong ah, on this film. Okay. So this is the absolute, completely true story of what happened to Weird Al Yankovic. Absolutely Absolutely true. weird. Absolutely true story. <laughs> absolutely weird and absolutely true. So the first thing is, is that um, he's always wanted to be an accordion player and always uh -huh. wanted to be a extremely popular, well-known artist in a very specific genre of music and always wanted to win an award for that. Spoiler alert, he does. He wants to be rich and famous, so he records uh, his first song 
which is instantly picked up on the radio and instantly goes five times platinum. Wow. Uh, he mounts the top of the uh, Billboard charts and yeah. stars want their songs to be parodied, parodied by right. him because they'll get the Yankovic bump, <laughs> at which point he was involved in a tumultuous relationship with Madonna. Seriously? Which ended with Madonna being kidnapped by a drug cartel and what? him going to Nicaragua to rescue her. Only for that, unfortunately, that no, story. No, no, no. Unfortunately, is... for that story to go off the wrong way. Then he took loads of drugs and decided that he wanted to be a serious artist yeah. and be taken seriously. So he recorded the original comp composition song called "Eat It." which was all about eating food only weeks later to have Michael Jackson release a parody version of his song called <laughs> beat it, which obviously caused him a huge amount of thing no. only, only then for him to reconcile with his father, who he had had a deep, a deep schism with over his father's hatred of accordion music. And then to finally gain <laughs> acceptance in the wild um, world. And he is faithfully portrayed as obviously, as you probably know, Al Yankovic is um, about six foot three and is a huge man and is played faithfully and ex extremely well by the five foot six Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> so that's the lawyer's calling to uh, fact yeah, check I'm, your uh, you're story. Right. I'm sorry, someone appears to be at the door and it appears to be someone who's just shouting liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> Indeed. Um, this is... Yes, you lost me about halfway through that. So... <laughs> That's the film, and yeah. the film plays it completely like that. And obviously, okay. that is not the story, but it is it is told as the completely true story okay. of what really happened. Love it. Okay. And it's as a result, you go, okay, go on then. I'm <laughs> go on. I'll bite. Go for it. And yeah. it's it's oh, very amazing. silly. Um, Daniel Radcliffe. I really like Daniel Radcliffe. Mm. Yeah. Um, he strikes me as somebody who would pass what I call the pint test mm -hmm. on the grounds. I think you could go for a, go to the, go to the pub with him, and you'd sit there and you just chat about stuff. And he seems yeah. like a really good bloke. Yes. Um, he's really funny in this, um, and obviously he's he's not a tall man. Is Daniel Radcliffe? He's mm. he's you know he's probably my height, mm -hmm. so he's not tall. Weird Al Yankovic obviously is like six foot four, mm. and Daniel Radcliffe is 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 five foot five or five foot six, whatever it is. And it's really funny. Um, Rachel Evan Wood is in it. Oh, wow. Now, I, I'm not a huge fan mm. of her, mm. but I didn't realize it was her until the end when it said her name. Wow. And I went, well, because she plays Madonna, but she plays <laughs> 80s, yeah, you can yeah, be yeah. my lucky star, bubblegum, uh, yeah. chewing gum, chewing Madonna. Amazing. Which is hilarious. Um, it's... It's very, very silly, and it's very, very funny. Now, this film wasn't released theatrically, at no, least I, at least in the UK. Yeah, it, it may have got released in the US, as as but it's worth a watch. Okay, it's it is you do need to sit down and go right, go, and and it's yeah, it's very stupid, but it's really good fun. Mm. It's it's really silly. It's weird, and it knows it's weird. And it has no apologies for being Excellent. strange. And, that's and it, what it just continues to be Daniel Radcliffe going, I'm going to do this film. And they go, why? Because because I made all my money when I was 11 years old in Harry Potter. I can do whatever the shizzle I want. Um, and he just picks roles because he finds them funny and interesting. And I think that's a great way of living life. It's just, you know yep. what? I'm going to do that film. I'm going to play a dead body. 
I'm going to play a guy who wakes up in his dressing gown with guns stapled to his hands. I'm, I'm. He just could just, just. I'm going to be the bad guy in that. I'm film. going to be the bad yeah, guy yeah. in Lost City with Sandra yeah, Bullock, yeah. and he was really good in that. Um, yeah. So Daniel Radcliffe is just is just doing whatever he likes, and fair play to him. And I will continue to enjoy his roles. Mm-hmm. And then. Hang on. We said we were going to do good. I know. Bad, I lied. Good, I lied. But it sounded like good, good followed by good. It was. It was good, but flawed, followed by actually really good. And now we're going to get on to. Really. The next film is Hypnotic. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck oh, stars. You've lost me already. Ben Affleck is in a Robert Rodriguez film about what? a cop who investigates a bank robbery, which has been done by hypnosis. William Fickner is in this. William wow. Fickner is that guy. He's the guy that's yeah. in every film ever. He's the guy that turns up when you go, he's in this film. How can this film be bad? He was the bank manager at the opening of Dark Knight. Yes, uh, of course. He was the uh, he was the guy who flew the space shuttle in Armageddon and saluted yeah. her at the end of the film. Yeah. That guy. He's always in the film. He turns up in this film and apparently he's able to hypnotize anyone by saying anything to them. He go, hey. I hear it's snowing in New York and then they'll instantly try and rob a bank or something. Right. <laughs> and you go, what? And then, then you realize that Ben Affleck, he then has to go and find his daughter has been kidnapped years ago, but his daughter's still alive, but his daughter's been kidnapped by this guy. And the film rapidly de- de- just dissolves into stupidness because actually it's not a real thing. <gasps> so everything that you know is not real. Oh, it's, you've been it's, hypnotized. It's inception for stupid people. Ah, nice. No, not nice. <laughs> it's awful. It's a, it's, you look at it and you go, how did some, how did this film get made? Also, Ben Affleck's rubbish in this film. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely rubbish in this film. He, I think he was contractually obliged to do this. <laughs> and as a result, his line reading is like someone who has been sedated. Right. Oh wow! So yeah, what 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 uh, what dirt has someone got on him? To I don't know. Force I, him I, to do this movie. I, I watched. It's ninety six minutes long, and it yeah. feels longer than Oppenheimer. I am not a, uh, a Ben Affleck fan. Oh, I like I, Ben Affleck. I, I just, he's done a couple of really good films. Yeah. Um, he did Giggly. Oh. He wait, <laughs> hang on. Sorry, this is the defense of yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, he's arguably the best Batman. <laughs> he was. You've he been was, hypnotized. Was, oh, 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 back in the room. What was I say? What was I say? Quick, stop the recording. Um, no, I'm sorry. Ben Affleck has made a couple of missteps, but he is, I mean, okay, he was really good. If he's, Matt okay. Damon is in a film, I'm interested. If Affleck's in a film, I have to work hard. Okay, that's to, fair. He, he was really he, good. He yeah. was good in Gone Girl. Okay. He was yes, also good fair. in Tomorrowland, where he played George Reeves. Uh, okay. Was, and he directed yeah. that as well. Okay. As a director, he was good in that. He was good. In that. He was fantastic yeah, yeah. in Argo. Yeah. Which okay. he starred and directed in. Yeah. He so was really good only... in The yeah. Town. Uh-huh. That was a good Ben Affleck film. Okay. Good film. It's a good film. It's worth. The I watch. think maybe he's good in the films he's doing and the more indie ones. I don't. Th- I don't like him as a big, a sort of a Hollywood star yes. tentpole yeah. movie lead. I, don't I, think. I would. Yes, I'd yeah. agree with you. So this is a film where he's obviously not been involved creatively, mm. and it's a shockingly bad film. Mm. It's 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 a it's a B movie film. I mean, it's really bad. Um, 
uh, even William Fickner being in this film yeah. is is wrong. Is just is. I don't wrong. even remember it like hitting the box it, office. It, or was it, it like, came out, out and it came out and everyone went. This isn't the film you're looking for. <laughs> this isn't the film you're looking for. This film's by Robert Rodriguez and is really rubbish. This film is by Robert Rodriguez and it it is really rubbish. You're probably going to watch something else now. You know what? I'm probably going to watch something else now. Um, that's pretty much how it, mm, it happened. Okay. But yeah, avoid. Like it's bad film club worthy. Ooh. Right. That's how, ooh. I mean. I watched it and went. I. This is great. But only if we can have drinking worlds around mm, it. And mm. I've got some great drinking worlds. Okay. I'm really good. Every time someone says a specific word, you've got to go, yes, I'm in. Okay. And then, but then it goes, it goes, oh, twist. Twist, actually, twist. And you go, oh, do one. <laughs> twist. Oh, but no, but really, everyone was, and you, oh, shut up. I mean, no, stop. Just yeah. no. So, yeah, not a good film. But it's okay because it doesn't count as a waste of time because I was on a plane uh, and therefore yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But had I been in the cinema to see that, I would have gotten vocally upset with yeah. people. Okay. But yeah, so Amsterdam, genuinely worth watch. Yep. Um, as long as you know don't think what, it's a comedy. Yeah, know what you're getting know into. Know that it's, it's not a comedy, but a good film. Weird, weird, the Al Yankovic story is a blisteringly honest, completely true story everything's true and happens to them mm-hmm. and is bananas hypnotic um i i no just pass no just hard hard pass right i'm gonna eat my biscuit now so while uh, mr birch eats his excellent biscuit and i had to say really good biscuit uh, As a chocolate avocado biscuit. Mm. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah. While while that is eaten, we need oh. to, we need to wrap up because that's it. Are we done? We've, we are we have been going for quite some time, but it has been a while. No, we've reviewed we like of... seven films, haven't yep. we? Yep. God, that's a good biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm yeah. waiting for you to do the outro. Yeah, yeah. So that's it for this time. We'll be back at some point in the future, hopefully <laughs> slightly shorter uh, uh, span of time than the, uh, summer break we took. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, I think we are like off, uh, completely off Twitter or X or whatever the heck it's called now. Um, yeah, no, we close our, we closed down our Twitter account because we just never use it. And yeah, we don't want to have to call it X. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, uh, follow the chat link on the site to get to our Discord. That's where you'll find us if you need any help with the game, understanding the rules, or you just want to like hang out with some other spreadsheet wielding film nerds. Well, yeah, and that's, don't don't forget there's, there's a couple of things on that. So we have our we have our Patreon page. So thank ah, you to our yes, patrons. Yes, yes. So yeah, thanks for all those guys who are who are there. There is a special patrons section. Um, yeah, which early views. You get early views and. You're the only people in the world who Legion is actually trying to actively help because Legion will remind you when the deadlines are. Yep. And and I think it refers to them as notable biological life forms. Correct. Which I which is high praise, I yep. think, from Legion and Indeed. our rogue AI. Also, you can go on there and you can ask for cast editions. You can go on there and just generally chat about films. We the, the general is a meandering, just weird thing. But we've also we kind of do a daily quiz. There's a there's a game called Framed, and you yes. have to guess the film by the um, sh- frozen frames from a film. And there's a few people playing that, and and I've 
I jump in whenever I can and that's quite good fun and generally it's a really nice place to ask for advice and generally chat Ad- to people like what film shall I watch tonight sometimes people bring up various yeah. uh, um, like choices shall I watch X or shall I watch Y yeah. and like oh definitely watch this one so yeah and in just... fact actually I, I occasionally use discord for parenting advice Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, I'm very excited about it. No, but no, hang on. Let me, let me, no, let me explain that. Um, trying to work out whether to, because the next films up on Little B's watch list are the Bond films. Oh yeah. And the yeah, question yeah. I innocently asked was, <laughs> where do I start? And that took a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven hours later. <laughs> that was a, that was a, a. People had some people had some views and had some very good views. And thank you for helping me parent my child. Um, yes. But yeah. Uh, we mentioned go. we mentioned the patrons. I think it's time we do a name check. So Paps a million, Professor Procrastination, Metarine, DM Biggins, and Millstone Bond, thank you very much for thank your you continued very much. support. You are stars yep, literally absolutely. on the site. You are stars because you, you, you get a little star. You get on your name Aww. if you're a patron. Yes. Yes, and we've got I've got some plans for what we're gonna do with patron stuff. We need to Ooh. we need to start doing this. Well, my original plan was to do outtakes from the podcast mm. because we used to do outtakes and they used to be very sweary. And mm. now we kind of record this live. The only outtake this time is when we got interrupted by Mrs. B because she wanted me to help her with something in the garden. And then we got rumbled on the biscuits. Mm. Not a very interesting outtake. No. The only one I do have is the button here about Avatar, Ooh. which I'm not allowed to push the button. But that was released to the patrons because yes. um, that was genuinely something that, that, that made you laugh like an absolute So strength. what you're saying is we need to be less professional than we, we are now. We need to be now. less professional. Right. We, need to, okay. we need to do more sweary stuff so we can make outtakes. Okay. We could just fake outtakes. Fake? I'm trying to like do some portmanteau word, but it's, um, it's failing me. Fake takes fade yeah yeah, yeah 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 we're gonna have to I workshop just, that one yeah, yeah let's just push, push, push one yeah time to go time to go all right bye see you soon Recording ended. I hope that's recording ended.